Welcome to the podcast, From Crisis to Connection. I'm Jeff Stewart, licensed marriage and family therapist, and I'll be bringing the professional perspective. I'm Jody Stewart, unlicensed wife, mother, daughter, sister, friend, and neighbor, and I'll be bringing the regular everyday perspective. We are all about relationship recovery, and we'll tackle tough topics like infidelity, abuse, addiction, pornography, and betrayal trauma. We also focus on helping you build stronger connections in your most important relationships. So thanks for joining us. We're glad you're here. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. We're glad you're here with us. It's great to be with all of you. Before we jump in, I just want to let you know about a couple of things. We have a free course you can download called The First Steps to Rebuilding Trust. And this is a course that will give you some foundational principles on rebuilding trust. If you're the person who's broken the trust, if you've been betrayed by broken trust, or if you're a couple trying to figure out how to do this together, you can click on the link in the show notes and give us your email address and we will send you this course immediately. And it's got several videos and lots of great information on how to help you there. So check that out. Hope it can be benefit to you. And then also we want to let you know about a company we've partnered with that provides an app to help connect those who struggle with unwanted pornography use with other people that are going through the same journey. And it's called Relay. And what I love about this app is that it allows you to form a community instantly and relate and connect with other people that are going through this without all the shame, without all the awkwardness. And it really allows you to get a community almost instantly. And it has an SOS feature, so you can reach out for support and help when you're dealing with triggers. People can check in with you, ask questions, and you can get 15% off your subscription to it. It's very low cost by entering the code JEFF1 at checkout. And all of that information is in the show notes. Hope you'll check it out. They have a free trial and it can be a great resource. Going through recovery and trying to overcome unwanted behaviors can be so lonely and isolating. So yeah. I love when there's resources like this that can connect people instantly. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's jump into today's topic. We've been giggling about this one. Because, <laughs> yes. Because it's our- Because we're guilty of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to talk about drama bonding. And it's not a term, I, I don't know if I made it up. I, it's just something that just came to me. Yeah. It feels like what describing what, what happens. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk about what that is? Drama bonding? Well, yeah, I guess we can just kind of flesh it out Dive together. Right in, yeah. It's essentially when you just form- bond with another person and reinforce those bonds around something like drama. Yeah. I mean, because that, that kind of bonding can happen with all sorts of things, mm -hmm. but where it, it, it's, it kind of becomes a, a pseudo relationship, uh -huh. but it's not, it doesn't have any depth past drama. Right. Yeah, exactly. What would you add? I mean, in old school, it's just gossiping, right? In a sense, like people would kind of form coalitions or, okay. or feel kind of connected to each other because it's like, ooh, we, we're not talking about ourselves or each other. We're talking about other people who aren't there. And so, you know, gossiping is powerful that way because it can create like a false intimacy. Okay, yes. Between yes. two people or groups of people. Yeah. Uh, but it only really works as long as there's material to talk about. Yeah. As long as <laughs> there's other people that are doing things that you want to talk about. That's, yeah, that's, that's one true. application of it, I think. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think at the core, drama bonding is just about avoiding actual connection and intimacy with another person and talking about other things that maybe have that are sensational or that are like controversial or that are like emotionally charged. Yeah, they can kind of like feed the energy a little bit and but they don't go anywhere. Yeah. 
And why is this coming up? Well, <laughs> why is this coming up? This is coming up because we've realized throughout the years in our relationship that there have been periods of time where, you know, we've relied on drama bonding as like the way for us to kind of form or like just maintain our connection with each other or yeah. as a way for us to sort of find some way to like, I don't know, have things to talk about or things like that, right? Like it's just, there's been periods where we've sort of relied on external things going on in our lives or in the lives of other people or things we're working through with other people as like our connection, like to, as a substitute for closeness and connection. And then we really don't know a lot about each other or even ourselves. We don't, we're not like any, we're not moving that needle at all. We're just spinning and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Do you want, is there more you want to say about that? I mean, not necessarily about what it is. Yeah. But our application of it. Our, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to talk about that? Oh boy, do I. <laughs> There's something, I think what I want to focus on, the piece that you're bringing up and, and maybe like to me, this is the most important piece. It's not the fact that it's drama bonding. It's just pseudo bonding. Yeah. And so because because it could happen with anything, right? Yeah. It could happen with sports. Mm -hmm. If you and I were more sports minded, we then maybe our connection would just hover around teams and stats and rankings and players and and that kind of stuff. And we could hop from sport to sport, yeah. you know, because I think that's the most important piece. It's not necessarily or, or yeah, yeah. Kids. Mm -hmm. Right. There's so many topics or work. I mean, there's so many things that you can. Yeah, I remember yeah. I remember talking to a woman years ago, politics. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Boy, lots of drama there. Yeah. Well, and so, stuff that maybe an interesting piece about this is sometimes the things that we tend to latch on to are things that that have a tendency to, to come with a certain kind of energy. Yeah. So. And somehow that fulfills a need or gives us the impression that it's a fulfilling a need. I think it does fulfill a little bit of a need. I think that we do like that as humans. We like that call and response mechanism. You know, I have, I feel this and then you respond to it and then I share more and we're responding to each other back and forth. That's pretty healthy and normal. I think that that's part of a like part, that, part of bonding with somebody. Yeah. It has an engagement factor. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with- Oh, no. With any of this. So I don't want people to get the wrong impression. Yeah, because if you talk about this. sports. Yeah. <laughs> don't talk about anything. Only talk about your deepest feelings. <laughs> oh, right? man. No, we're not. Please, no. We're not saying that. <laughs> but if you don't have the ability to go into lots of different areas, especially areas that involve vulnerability or mm -hmm. or longings or needs or fears or or even bring things up with your partner that need to be resolved or... I don't know. There's just, there's areas that oftentimes get missed because it just can stay so shallow and so other kind of outward focused. Mm -hmm. So real quick, I, I remember working with a woman years ago and when she and her husband separated, they, they were going through some really challenging marital things and they ended up separating for a time. And so they really broke up their routine. They weren't in the day-to-day. -day, okay, sure. Right. And she, she, all of a sudden she discovered, she said, the only thing we had was professional sports on TV. Oh. And so she says, and you know, because the sports, the seasons would kind of blend together, there were never really gaps. No pauses. No. So like basketball, football season, baseball, they all kind of like it's maybe you'd be off a week here and there. But she was, we always had more to look forward to. And we did that for 20 years. We just would follow teams. And she goes, she goes, and I realized that I don't care about sports as much as I thought I did. Oh. She goes, I was, okay. I was doing it because I thought we were connecting. That 
That was. Cute. She goes, and then all of a sudden we're apart, and it's like she didn't care. I didn't care. Know. I wasn't watching it on my own. I didn't care. So it was a real wake up call for her. Really surprising that that had been what propped up their relationship. And she says, I thought that was intimacy. I thought we were really... Right, which is why we're having this conversation is when that becomes a substitute for intimacy because that in and of itself is not intimacy. But sometimes we just let those things carry on as if they really are allowing us to like really attune and connect with each other. Yeah, yeah. And it's such a fine line because I think that there, there are lots of fun and appropriate opportunities to bond over things that are fun and exciting and that you have a shared interest. And oh, yeah. How cool is that to like be with a, a partner for life who you share similar things and you both feel passionate about it? Oh, yeah. Those right. things can really That's like so enhance rich. your life experience and they, they matter. They're very important. So when does it become a substitute for intimacy, for real connection, right? Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I mean, this for us, this started because we realized and I wish I could say like years ago, but this was actually last week. <laughs> but, you know, we're in our journey, we're in our process, that we had been out of balance with that, that yeah. we had been spending too much time talking about, I don't know, just working through relationship issues with other people or, you know, family stuff or just things that we were kind of chewing on, working through, talking mm-hmm. about. But we really weren't getting like we weren't really feeling like we were connecting with each other mm-hmm. in meaningful ways. Yeah. And so it was like, oh, we're doing that drama bonding thing or, or whatever. It's kind of what I call it to be, yeah. you know, to maybe be a little silly about it. But like, it was really, we were connecting over other things other than like, so I, that's my question is like, where is that line? Because there are important things to talk about with, right? Family relationships, friendships, other people. There's important mm-hmm. things to talk about in terms of, you know, shared interests like we discover. So at what point do you think it turns into avoidance? or a substitute for connection or where it becomes almost like just kind of this dopamine thing where you're just like our thrill, our excitement, our our passion is really about all this other stuff versus, you know, just bonding and connecting. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I think maybe a a good question to ask is does the act does your life include knowing and being known by your partner? Mhm. So just on a really basic level, you know, I mean, you can enjoy all those things and also know what happened in their day. Right. Know what went on for them and where they're at in levels of stress and what they're facing or what the projects are or highs and lows. Right. For simplicity's sake. Right. Where you can ask like a genuine, how are you? And stick around for the answer. Uh huh. And stay, you know, body language, stay present, stay interested and engaged. I mean, that's a pretty good indicator if you're not having those conversations and you're only just talking about the drama of the day or work stuff or stresses. And then it's just kind of like, well, yep, on to the next day. Yeah, we share the same and, space. And well, and that's okay because what, when you have a secure attachment with each other, some days can go by like that and it's okay. That's right. We're but if it's average. only, yeah. yeah, if you're never having that, then. Other things do develop. And even if you can maintain some consistency with whatever the favorite activities are, the sporting events or the yeah. or the, the politics or the news or, you know, those kinds of things, then you can still feel disconnected mm-hmm. when that's all that's going on. Yeah. But but if that's what's going on and it's keeping you busy, you may not notice like your client. Yeah. Yeah. Although they separated for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were definitely things to talk about. Yeah. Right. There were definitely things that were not getting talked about. Yeah. Yeah. And as I'm thinking about this, I'm like, okay, like, you know, where's the place for a lot of this this other stuff? I mean, what you know, what are couples supposed to talk about, right? (laughs) 
Okay, that is a great question because once you decide that like something is too much, then you're going to create a void. Uh huh. And you're going to have the void, but you can't fill the void with anything else that's like better or more nurturing to the relationship unless you create the space. Yeah. So that is a necessary part. Yes. There might be some awkwardness in the future. I think yeah. that's a very real. It's true. Part of the transition. Yeah, I know for us, like when we deliberately shift gears and say like, okay, wow, like yeah. we're, you know, we're spending too much time or we're avoiding, you know, and, and I think that when that happens, it is abrupt and you do feel like the shift because there is, there is a lot of convenience and I mean, it's easy. It, it's kind of lazy really, like hmm, just to sure. focus on other people's stuff or stuff we're working through or with even kids stuff. I mean, there's just a lot of material but I mean, maybe the tipping point here is, is if you're really wanting to like build more security, build more bonding, build more attachment is to start asking questions that really engage the other person from a place of like, well, what is, so we're talking about this thing, but what is that doing for you? Or what's that like for you? Or that, I want to say that that is actually a really, really productive question. Yeah. And it's so simple. Yes. But when it's somebody like a, just shares a little something. Uh-huh. It just can take it a level deeper That's for right. both of you. Yeah. What? So what's that like for you? Right. Even if you're just coming home and you're just griping about work drama or something, right? You're just yeah. like, oh, this person, whatever. And we, you know, we all do that. We all just come home and blow off steam and talk about our day or whatever. But to not let that just be the only kind of drama bonding, like, well, we're close because we talk about other people. Or we're close because we gripe about traffic. We're close because of the weather. It's like, well, what's that like for you? I mean, even in like a really ridiculous example of weather. Sure. What's it like for you that it's warmer? I mean, it seems kind of silly, but like you can even talk about... Because what it does is it brings it right back down to like the connection here. Knowing it's about person. knowing the other person. That's right. right. And when the weather gets like this, it dials up this thing for me and it's hard how hard this was. And every time it's a reminder yeah. and, and, Who knows? and then you know your, your spouse in yeah. a new kind of way. Yeah. It might go somewhere you didn't expect. And it could also just be like, well, it's okay. I know I'll be fine tomorrow. And that's yeah, also something that to know. Yeah. This is, I think, a, an opportunity to, I don't know, just do a self-check, relationship check. Yeah. On, you know, the maybe the the depth of your, you know, conversations. You know, do you have the ability to talk about small talk kind of things that we all do? And do you also have the ability to, to really know and talk about what's happening for each other and yourself? Yeah. And to share, to open up, to ask for what you need. To talk about how things affect you yeah, and share that stuff that really is only is in, in a marriage and a committed relationship. That's like the only place you really can share some of these deeper things. You really, you know, you shouldn't be sharing some of these deeper things of the heart with other people. Yeah. I mean, in a really intimate bonded relationship. And so if you're not sharing them with your partner, then to me, they, they're not getting witnessed. You're not knowing yourself better. You're not connecting. You're not. Yeah. And I think there's a missed opportunity there. Yeah, for sure. But this is this is a, just an ongoing maintenance thing because we yes. have to check each other and be honest about it and be like, man, I feel kind of far from you, you know, which is something you usually say to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I tend to be, it's easier for me just to kind of focus on like all the things going on. And you're like, hey, you're a little farther away. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about us or me or us, you, you or whatever. Yeah. Let's make this about me. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always. So I just wanted like do a little example right now. Let's do it. So I guess like in the last 24 hours, like tell me about just some things that stood out for you. Hmm. Well, the last 24 hours was Mother's Day. Okay. And connecting with our kids and watching them respond to you as a mother 
was affected me way more than I thought it would. Way more. Like it's hard to know how you know what impact you're having on your kids or your family. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always kind of wondering that for myself, just as a dad. Yeah. But watching them and the the meaningful things that they said about how you've affected them. We're just light years ahead of the old answers we used to get, you know, like mom gives me hugs or mom cooks nice food or whatever. It was like, you know, mom's aware of me. Mom reaches out. Mom asks good questions. Mom, I mean, there was just so much of that. And I just was like, wow, it made me want to be a better dad, more engaged. Like I was learning from them what really works for them as, as humans, as individuals. So that's, that's been really impactful for me past 24 hours. Hey, that's so awesome. But partially because you, I mean, you shared what that was like for you, even without me asking. Yeah. But for the sake of our exercise, and I love knowing that. Okay. That's super cool. Did I overshare? No. Okay. No, no, that was really cool. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. No. So what's it like for you to see that desire in yourself? Mm. See, that's a good question. I like that. Let's see. It's, it's encouraging for me because it shows me that like I can still improve my relationships with my kids because I think sometimes I get black and white thinking about they're raised, they've launched. They're out of the house. And I, you know, so distance, yeah. yeah, so the, you know, the meter ran out, like I'm, I'm done, yeah. you know, I've done as much as I can do because they're not living in my home anymore, which I know when I like say it out loud, I, I, I check yeah. it. I'm like, that's dumb. I'm just amazed at how much they still need you and us. I know I'm part of that. Yeah. And so for me, it's really hopeful. It's really hopeful that like, oh, I can do more and they'll probably receive it really well. Yeah. And trust that it's having an impact. Yeah. Because they were like, most of what they all shared was just how, you know, how important it was for them to hear from you. Oh, that surprised me. Did you get that too? Yeah. 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 Can I ask you this question? Sure. But thank you for sharing all that. I love that. I love knowing that. So how about for you, the last 24 hours? What did you ask me? Like the last 24 hours, what? What are some of the things that stood out? What yeah. stood out for Okay. You? Yeah, I, I thought I knew there was a little bit more to it. So yeah, in the last 24 hours, what are some um, things that, that have stood out for you? Let's see. Yeah, like kind of similarly that I can, that even in oftentimes like a very flawed way of showing up or have, making lots of mistakes as a parent. Yeah. That. I can still somehow have an impact that is meaningful and that matters to my children. Right. That was really profound for me. Yeah. So, yeah, that probably stood out quite a bit. And it it made me really, it was kind of an interesting day because I had a mix of just looking back and reflecting and feeling some regret. Mm. Like, man, I wish I had done it differently. Yeah. But then I also felt a lot of hope, like, it's okay. Those things work themselves out and it's okay because we keep yeah. trying and, and we just keep working at it. And that seems to be okay. And they're telling us what they need. Yeah. Which was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I wanted to know from you. <laughs> no, but now you have to ask the next question. I am. Oh, you are? Yeah. Okay. Oh, and I'm bossing you. I'm you are. <laughs> well, Your face was looking to me like you were wrapping it up. So oh. uh, that was my bad. Let's get the video playback on that. <laughs> no, it's so funny. Just as a side note, because I tend to be a lot quicker than you, just yeah. a lot of things. If I do tend to pause, you're thinking like I'm done. I guess so. When I'm like really trying to slow down and like okay, give you the space that like you've been asking for for 27 years. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I missed it. I hope I have another chance again. <laughs> 
So what was it like for you to realize that? I love that question. I mean, I knew it was coming and I'm still just thinking about it. Yeah. For me, it just really like solidified the choice that I made to give so much of my life effort and energy and attention to parenting. Mm. I just felt like, yeah, this is good work. Yeah, that's true. And I, I can keep doing it. Yeah. And it's not always like a winner, but we'll I'll keep doing it. Because despite, you know, in some of my reflection, all the 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 rough experiences that I'm remembering, that's not all that gets remembered. That's not all that's not the only thing in in the foundation. Mm. And so oh, it felt very just very hopeful. And I did, similar to you, feel an increased desire to just stay with it, knowing that it makes an impact, just the, my, my reaching still, which was surprising too. Yeah. You're, you're, what did our one son say? Just you sending all the, the non-holiday packages. Yeah. Which like Valentine's. Even do a ton. Whatever. He's just like, those are holidays that aren't even on my radar because he's not in a relationship with anybody right now. So he's not thinking about Valentine's Day, but you yeah. sent him a little package, a little care package and it like meant the world to him. Yeah, I know. Surprise. And I don't feel like I do that very often. No. I'm not one of those moms that's like every special occasion or monthly. Yeah, or, that's true. It was out of the blue. And so I just thought, oh, okay, that's something meaningful. Cool. Anyway, so. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad, go. I'm glad you asked us to walk through that because, I mean, that's just a good reminder that you can always go a layer deeper. Sure. And get to know your partner and what's in their heart and mind a little bit. And that took six minutes, five minutes. Yeah. 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 So, so it's a good practice. Pretty simple. But it if can... your partner pauses and you think they're done, you can ask, is there more? Oh, that's a good one, too. That's a good one, too, for me. Yeah. Because yeah, oftentimes when you say, is there more? And well, in all like, fairness, you and have every more. right in the world to like wonder if I'm done because I, I tend to zip around and I tend to move pretty quickly. So that's good. Yeah. So, okay. Just, so, yeah, check yourself. See if, you know, we do this all the time with each other to see, kind of monitor the levels. And because there's always lots to talk about other people, other things, other events, other. Yeah. And know, those, those are like exciting and they enhance. Those can provide great material. But the reason they're coming up for us individually is because something about it means something to us. Yes. Let's get into that. Yeah. Let's take that a little further and see what happens. And you can build some more connection with your partner. I think there's something there that maybe is being untapped, right? Unmarked. Absolutely. Yeah. So lots of potential it. there. Yeah. Good job, honey. Yeah. You too, babe. Good work. All right. Okay. Let's wrap this up then. Thanks for joining us. Hopefully this has been a, a nice little example of what this can look like. That was all real, by the way. Yeah. We, we literally that <laughs> had no script for this episode today. We just decided to come in here and talk about this dynamic and this phenomenon. So what you got was what was real. We didn't edit any of it. So we're just going to let it roll. But yeah, once again, if you want to download the free trust building course, you can look at the link in the show notes and, and grab that right now. And then check out our friends at Relay as well and see the great work that they're doing to help people come together and overcome unwanted behaviors. Yeah. Have a great week, everyone. Yep. We look forward to being with you again next time. Yeah.